Good morning. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, my brothers and sisters. On this glorious day, I'm excited for what God is getting ready to do for us all. I'm excited that God is going to open up doors for us. I'm excited by the word that he's going to pierce in our hearts and give us things to think about. So on today, I will be coming from the book of Daniel, chapter 3. Uh, all the way up to verse 27. But to get a more understanding, please read the entire book of Daniel. It's a wonderful book, especially about this story, a very familiar story. So let us begin. King Nebuchadnezzar built a golden statue, 90 feet high and nine feet thick. He set it up on the Dura plan in the province of Babylon. He then ordered all the important leaders in the province, everybody who was anybody, to the dedication ceremony of the statue. They all came for the dedication, all the important people, and took their places before the statue that Nebuchadnezzar had erected. A herald then proclaimed in a loud voice, attention, everyone, every race, color, and creed. Listen, when you hear the band strike up all the trumpets and trombones, the tubas and the baritones, the drums and the cymbals, fall to your knees and worship the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Anyone does not kneel and worship shall be thrown immediately into a roaring furnace. My God. So the band started to play a huge band equipped with all the musical instruments of Babylon. And everyone, every race, color and creed fell to their knees and worshipped the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. But... Just then, some Babylonians, fortune tellers, stepped up and accused the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, Long live the king! You gave strict orders, O king, that when the band started playing, everyone had to fall to their knees and worship the golden statue. And whoever did not go to their knees and worship had to be pitched into a roaring furnace. Well, there are some Jews here, my lord, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have placed in high position in the province of Babylon. These are the men that you place in position, they said, trying to let the king know like you have chosen these ones. It was your decision to put these people in place. These are the very ones that... You say no matter what happens, they will obey you and follow your direction. And as the naysayers will always do with their gossiping tongue, will always run back and tell what they have seen and what they thought that they know. Because they're not happy that you're in that position. Yes, they want that position that you have. They had high position of honor. And then you know how your the haters will always hate. 
And they always will say things like, hmm, who they think they are in that position. They know better than us. But soon that you do something wrong, someone is always quick to go run and tell that and tell a story on you because they want to show that you shouldn't even been chosen for that position. And then they even laid it on even more thicker. They said, these men are ignoring you, O king, O great one, the ruler of this world, the ruler of this city, the ruler of providence of Babylon. They don't respect your gods and they won't worship the gold statue you set up. Uh, You know, when someone say, hey, they don't respect you. They don't respect anything you stand for. The things that you put in place, the things that you have given them, they don't respect it. Because if they respect you, they will worship the golden statue. But they won't worship. And so the king became very furious. Because he ordered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be brought to him. When the men were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar asked, is it true? Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you don't respect my gods and refuse to worship the gold statue that I have set up? He really was saying, you made me look foolish in front of very important people. You made me look foolish in in front of the government. You made me look foolish in front of other leaders. You made me look foolish amongst all these important people that are in position who looks up to me. You made me look foolish in front of them. So I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to give you another chance to say that I'm going to just say you wasn't in your right state of mind when you made the decision that you weren't going to worship my God. I'm going to make it possible to look at it and say, you, you know what? Here we go. Going forward on this day, when the big band, not the ordinary band, the big band strikes, you must go to your knees and worship the statue I have made. If you don't worship, you will be pitched into a roaring, a roaring furnace. No question asked. He's telling if you don't do what I ask you to do, I'm not going to ask anything. You're just going to go immediately into the roaring furnace. So he's telling him, don't you embarrass me no more. Don't you embarrass me no more. And so he said, I'm giving you another chance. I'm giving you another chance. Who is the God who can rescue you from my power? Ah! He said, who is the God who can rescue you from my power? The last time I checked, the Lord said, I am the great I am. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Who, he who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. I am the light of the world. What is that telling you? Who is this God? That's who I just told you who he said he is. God told us, there shall not be no other God before me. 
Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them, for I am thy Lord. I am thy God. And not only that, I am a jealous God. God said, you worship me, the Lord, and the beauty of my holiness. Don't you worship anything else on this earth. Why? Because everything belongs to me. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered King Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Your threat means nothing to me. If you throw us in the fire, in the fire, the God we serve can rescue us from your roaring furnace and anything else you might cook up, O king. God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. They are so believing that our God will do whatever he said he will do. I'm not worrying about you. I, if you want to throw us in the furnace, let it be. My God will save us. <laughs> I ain't worried about nothing. I'm not worried about anything. See, the God that I serve, he, he cannot lie. Everything he does, it shall be so. <laughs> Check out the, the people who was running from Pharaoh. God parted the Red Sea and allowed us to walk through it. But when our enemies came up behind us, God closed the water hand and drowned all of our people. Take a look at Elijah when he was getting weary and God showed is more of us than it is is them. So what 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 I'm going to fear when it comes to you? <laughs> what is it that you have that that my God can't do? So Nebuchadnezzar his face grew purple. He was very angry. He was enraged because you wouldn't bow down to what they want you to do. You wouldn't bow down when they said, just take another drink. You will be okay. You wouldn't bow down when they said, how about you smoke this? You will be all right. How about when they say, take another pill, you will be okay. You didn't bow down to it because you know that God said that he will rescue you. He will protect you. And so Nebuchadnezzar got so upset. And he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you are ordered to go into the furnace. And by you disobeying me, I'm going to turn the fire up seven times harder than usual. When your enemy gets upset with you, they try to find any way, any how that they can get you. They're going to do it up and turn it up seven times higher because they saying that you defiled them. You didn't follow them. You didn't do their will, their way. They're upset with you because they're trying to get you to change the direction. But God said, choose this day whom you will serve. God said, I stand at the door and knock. How long do you think I'm going to knock? How long do you think I'm going to stand there? How long do you think I'm going to be there? God said, I'm standing and waiting for you. But you got to make the decision. Just like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. So, he ordered the men, the not just any men, the strong men from the army to tie them up. Hands and feet and throw them to the roaring furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego bound by hand and foot. 
fully dressed from head to toe, were pitched into the roaring fire. That's what your enemy does. They try to persuade you, try to plot against you, try to destroy you, and then kill you because you wouldn't follow their ways. Because the king was such in a hurry and the furnace was so hot, the flames from the furnace killed the men who tried to carry Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to it. While the fire raged around Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Suddenly, (laughs) suddenly, the king Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in alarm and said, didn't we throw three men bound hand and foot fully closed into the fire? That's right. That's right. That's right. O king, they said, but look, he said, I see a fourth man walking around freely in the fire, completely unharmed. And the fourth man looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar went to the door of the roaring furnace and called in Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Servants of the high God come out here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walk out of the fire. You under they walked out the fire. Remember, they was bound. What has you bound on this day? What do you need to be made free of on this day? They hands and feet was bound and tied up. They was thrown in a roaring fire, dressed and fully clothed in their right mind, praying and said, Lord, and worshiping you. In the beauty of it, saying, Lord, here I am, Lord. I'm following your will the best way that I can. Lord, I need you to show up in the midst of the storm. But there was a fourth man walking around. It was a fourth man walking around free. Don't you want to be made free on this day? But the thing about it, when they walked out, They was bound no longer. They had no worries. Everything that they was going through, Jesus saw them out. Everything that had their mind bound, Jesus freed them and emptied them out. Every situation that they ran the cross, they was no longer bound. They was no longer tied up. They was able to walk around without their clothes smelling like smoke. Their clothes wasn't matted on their body. Their hair didn't mat upon their head. Their skin did not fall off. Their shoes did not melt it away. Remember, they was fully clothed when they went in there. But God said, no, not today. They belongs to me. They made it out. God can do the same for you. He can make you come out without any type of smell, 
without any residue of saying that you've been in the roaring furnace. He can change and rearrange the things and he can have you to stand in front of your enemies without smelling like smoke. Don't look like you've been bound. They will look and say, is these the same men? Or is these the same boys that was bound, who was heavy laden, didn't know if they was going to come out. But they said, no matter what I do, I will serve the Lord. I'm going to choose this day what direction I will go. And that's all God wants you to do. God can make you come out of anything looking and smelling brand new. He can have you coming out and people looking at you and saying, who is this God that you serving? Who is this man who can make you free again? Who is this man can make you feel whole again? Who is good? Cast all your cares to it. Who is it that I need to go and be a part of it? Who is it? Who is it? Tell me who it is. Nebuchadnezzar recognized it was the high God who allowed them to come out. Who is it that you're searching for? It is our God who can make you come out of anything. You just have to be dogmatic, bulldog mind determination, looking and saying that this is the God that I will serve. No other person shall come before him. He is important to me. He seated on the right hand of his father. He is the one that I need to serve on this day. God can make you come out all right. The same way he did it for them, he can do the same way for you. So you can walk around and say, I made it out. Okay. I made it out. Refreshed and renewed. I made it out. I want to serve God even more. I made it out. He proved himself to me. I made it out. I don't need drugs. I made it out. I don't need opiates. I made it out. I don't need another strong drink. I made it out. I'm walking in my right mind. (coughs) I made it out. Ah, just a trick of the enemy. He don't want you to make it out. He wanted me to get choked up so you couldn't hear this word. But God said that you can make it out. You're going to make it out. Trust and hold to his unchanging hand. You're going to make it. You just got to believe that God is able. The same what he did for them, he can do for you. Believe that. Hold to his purpose. Hold to his hope. And God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. So I want to close with this. Want to close with this. If you don't have the Lord as your Savior, if you don't know him of the pardon of the, your sins, today is the day to make that change. Rededicate your life. Those who never knew him, today's the day to give your life to Christ. Allow God to come in your heart and allow him to do the rest. He's not asking you, saying, do this, do that. God just say, those who are in need, those who are tired of doing it their way, 
Those of you who are seeking and have been running back and forth to no end and you walk around empty. Here I am. I made it out okay. So let us pray. Father God, I pray for that man, that woman, that boy, that girl who don't know you of the pardoning of their sins. Father, you said if we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, believe in our heart that you rose on the third day with all power in your hand and that you are the son of Jesus, the son of God who can help us to walk better, to live better. And who is going to show us every step of the way. Lift your hands and say, Jesus, here I am. It's just simple as that. So I pray for whoever confessed this, Lord, that they get connected to the right people. Find them a church home, Lord. Connect them to the ones who've been lost, who need to rededicate the, the new person who doesn't know Jesus Christ. The ones who did know him and fell away. But it's okay. God will dust you off and make you new. You made it out. That's what is so important. A God, God, give me, God said, give me, I'm saying, give me your hand, but give God your heart. He's ready and able for you. Amen. We thank you, Lord, for the lost soul on today. We thank you, Lord, for the one have received you. Blessed and increase in their lives. New beginning, new starts. Yes, Lord, thank you. So, again, I made it out. That's the encouragement on today. The encouragement, we made it out. And we can't wait to see what God has in store for us. So again, join me on tomorrow for uh, millions of podcasts that is coming forth because God is, is, is working mightily in my life. And I pray that as something said and done will cause you to grow stronger and better in Christ Jesus. Remember, share this podcast, share it with all the people all over the world. That's my God. My, my job is, and my mission is to reach every person for our Lord and Savior. So until we meet again, blessing increase in your lives. And I pray that today is well with your soul. Amen and have a blessed day.